for traders who crave risk. Direction's daily leveraged and inverse ETFs provide opportunities to magnify short-term perspectives with daily 3x and 2x leverage or inverse leverage. Utilize bull and bear funds for both sides of the trade and trade through rapidly changing markets. These are highly leveraged ETFs with a daily resetting designed for short-term trading, not long-term investing. Whether you're a bull or a bear, you choose the direction. For up-to-date pricing and performance, go to direction.com. Investing in the funds involves significant risk and should only be utilized by investors who understand the impact of leverage and actively monitor their portfolio. They are not designed to track the underlying index for more than a day. Before investing, carefully consider a fund's investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus available at direction.com. Read carefully. Distributor Foresight Fund Services, LLC. The International Energy Agency projects that by 2030, electric vehicles, also known as EVs, will represent more than 60% of all vehicles sold globally. It's also going to require a massive build-out and charging infrastructure. Did I forget to mention driverless cars and flying taxis? It's about to get bonkers, and the future of transportation is being shaped right now. So the question is, is your investment portfolio ready, and which EV transportation ETFs are best positioned to capture the massive growth? On today's ETF battle, we're going to do an audience requested triple header between EV focused ETFs from CraneShares, GlobalX, and BlackRock. That coming up right after this. Welcome to TTF Battles. I'm Ron DeLegge, and if you're new to the show, glad to have you with us. Just hit that subscribe button to join our community. And for longtime viewers, welcome back. Where would we be without you? Uh, if there's a certain ETF battle that you would like us to do, uh, just uh, send us the ETF ticker symbols in the comment section below or on our X feed at ETF Guide. Or if you just need help figuring out, well, I've got this ETF versus that ETF. I'm just not sure uh, how to sort it out. Send us those ticker symbols and we'll help you. Also, be sure to visit the description section below. I've got links to our program judges, so get in touch. I've also got a link to our program sponsor, Direction. Lots of excellent resources for you, so be sure to visit that. And finally, we've got other resources for you, including download links to my new audio and ebook and other goodies, so don't miss it. Today's triple header was requested by a viewer named Major Tom. Presumably no relation to Peter Schilling, but you never know. And it's a face-off between DRIV from Global X versus cars from Crane Shares versus iDrive from BlackRock. So which of these future of transportation ETFs is the best choice? Well, helping us to sort through the clutter is a duo extraordinaire. We've got Dave Durking, who runs the ETF Focus Strategy Newsletter and uh, the ETF Research at TheStreet.com, along with Tony Dong. He's a lead ETF analyst at ETF Central. Guys, welcome back. Great to see you. Thanks for having us, Ron. Yeah, good to see you again, Ron. So we're going to blaze through our four battle categories, uh, giving each one of our judges an opportunity to give us their preferred ETF choice. Uh, for the mystery battle category, our judges can choose any factor or thing that they feel is crucial to today's matchup. They can also nominate wildcard ETFs as they feel there's better choices elsewhere or opt for split decisions. Uh, keep in mind, none of the battle outcomes are ever known in advance by myself or our judges, nor are the contests on this program ever predetermined. So we're going to start with the first category, which is cost. 
Dave, please give us your analysis. Yeah, none of these ETFs is cheap, but you kind of expect that when you're investing in just a narrow niche of the market like this one. Uh, Cars comes in at 72 basis points. Drive is at 68. iDrive is at least modestly cheaper at 47. So uh, on expense ratio, uh, iDrive is is the winner. If you look at each of these funds, they're all under about a billion dollars in assets. So they're just liquid enough that you can trade them fairly efficiently, but not highly liquid. So that drives up the trading costs and, and spreads on these three funds are, are over 30 basis points each uh, on all three of them. So, I mean, they're not cheap to trade. They're not cheap to own. This would probably be one of those categories where you almost don't even want to declare a winner. But uh, within this trio, I think you have to give the win to iDrive. Tony, you're up next. How do you see it when it comes to cost? I agree with Dave. He's outlined both of the major factors that make up an ETF total cost of ownership. That would be your expense ratio and your spread. Like he said, it's pretty ugly across the board. Cheapest one's 47 basis points. He's throwing another 30 basis point spread, around 70, 77 basis points of total ownership. Uh, gun to my head, if I had to pick one here, it would be iDrive. But this is one of the reasons why I personally do not invest in thematic ETFs. But in terms of you know, bottom line costs, I drive from iShares takes it and I attribute that to their economy of scale, being able to keep fees low, uh, probably offsetting the losses or unprofitability of this ETF. That takes us to exposure strategy. So, Tony, you're still up. Break it down for us. Which of these three ETFs stands out? Honestly, it'd be iDrive for me solely because I I have this problem with thematic ETFs, especially ones that are in technology niches like EVs, where they're really just closet index funds. For instance, the Global X one kind of grinds my gears. You look at its holdings. It's got Google, Intel, NVIDIA. Apple, Tesla, Qualcomm, Honeywell, Microsoft, do these sound like EV companies to you? If I'm buying an EV ETF, I'm demanding pure play EV exposure. Now, to its benefit, cars does kind of deliver that. But still, even in cars, I'm seeing Panasonic, Samsung. Like, well, I don't know what's going on here, right? There's a decent amount of foreign exposure and some EV exposure there. But when you look at pound for pound pure play EV exposure, iDrive has it. You have Xpeng, you have LI Auto, Rivian, Tesla, but you also have traditional uh, automotive manufacturers like Volkswagen, Renault, Ford, Porsche, and there's a decent amount of global diversification there. So if I was an EV investor, iDrive would be my choice here, hands down. Closet indexing. I haven't heard that term in quite some time. Thank you for mentioning it, Tony. Great points. That takes us next to Dave. Your viewpoint on exposure strategy, give it to us. Yeah, Tony lays out a great case of why it's so important to look under the hood of these funds, because it's easy to just see autonomous driving or electrical vehicles in the ETF name and just assume that they're interchangeable, and they're really not. The good things first, all of these funds are kind of holistic in nature, meaning they're not just they're not just targeting vehicle makers or something like that. They've uh, they invested in the vehicles, in battery tech, in components and materials and things like that. So you kind of have a, a little more of an all-inclusive view of the space, which is a good thing. Each one of these funds weights on a, a cap-weighted basis, which isn't necessarily the way you want to do something uh, like this sector, but they're equal. So in order to find the differences, you really have to kind of drive down to uh, the individual holdings in the sector level. And like Tony said, I I like the more pure play exposure of iDrive. If you look at these funds, it it almost comes down to what your preference is and how you want to hit this sector. Uh, 
or how, yeah, how you want to hit this sector. So if you look down at the sector level, uh, cars is really more heavily invested in like industrials and materials. Drive is more tech exposure and iDrive gives you more of the consumer side of things. So uh, again, it really kind of depends on how you want to hit it. Uh, drive is a little more than half invested in U.S. stocks. Cars and iDrive have much more global uh, diversity. So choose whichever side you want on that one. A lot of people like U.S. funds. A lot of people like the diversification, especially in this sector. So much of the technology is coming from overseas. So um, I guess it, it really comes down to I'm going to lean slightly towards the tech exposure and the U.S. exposure of drive on this one. I'm not sure it's a clear win. I like iDrive in this one, too. Uh, cars is easily my least favorite of the two, but uh, or of the three. So I would go with Drive as the slight winner over iDrive in this category. That takes us next to performance. So which of these three ETFs stands out? Dave, you're still up. Give it. Give us your analysis. Well, if you look strictly at historical performance, this Drive is the clear winner on this one. I mean, it's it's outperforming iDrive by about six or seven percent a year over the past three years, and it's uh, more than I think thirteen percent above cars uh, per year over the last three years. So, it, it's got the clear performance advantage. Again, it's overweight in U.S. stocks. It's overweight in uh, tech exposure. So, obviously, that's why the performance has been much better over the last three years. Will it stay that way in the future? Uh, maybe, maybe not. You you don't know. So I, I think if you're looking just purely on historical performance, drive has to be your winner here with the caveat, of course, that, you know, past performance doesn't equal future results. Tony, you're up next on performance. Give us your analysis. The numbers don't lie. I have to concur with Dave here. Uh, drive has absolutely gapped both other ETFs. Again, if you break it down, if you decompose these returns out of what they could be attributed to, it's once again, U.S. large cap tech and uh U.S. large cap tech again. So it almost boggles me. Like if I'm looking for returns being driven by the growth of the EV industry, do I really want Microsoft and Apple? But once again, we're talking about strict performance and there is no argument here. Both of the other uh, EV ETFs have fallen short of what globalized offers. All right. Well, that takes us next to the mystery battle category. And this is where our judges can give us that certain factor or thing that they feel is pertinent to today's conversation and ETF showdown. So, Tony, what is your ETF uh, mystery category and which of these funds wins it? For me, it's going to be the reputation of the fund manager again. So I have experience with all these fund managers. I have contacts at a lot of them and I cover the funds frequently. Uh, Crane Shares is very much an expert when it comes to Chinese investing, especially in the Chinese internet sector. I'm not sure how much expertise they have in electric vehicles. And, and I think that on a apples to apples comparison, the performance of the funds kind of reflects this. That, of course, no means speaks to their future performance. But, you know, when you're shopping around these categories, it's hard not to make these comparisons. Global X is a thematic investing specialist. They've published a lot of research that I find very helpful for my analysis. But at the same time, I cannot get over the fact that a supposed EV fund has shares of Microsoft, Apple, and NVIDIA, which makes me question, you know, are they trying to pad the performance a bit? You know, maybe are they trying to, like, introduce these, like, sneaky growth stocks in there that really you can find in QQQ for a fraction of the expense ratio? So for me, it comes down to issue a reputation. iShares, despite what you might think of them as a provider of passive beta products, actually has a fairly substantial thematic lineup. And they've executed them particularly well. They've been able to keep fees lower than competitors. And 
more importantly, I find that a lot of their funds really do offer pure play exposure or purer play exposure to the themes that you're looking for. So for me, the X factor goes to iDrive. Dave, you're up next. What is your mystery battle category and which of these three ETFs wins it? Yeah, my mystery category is index selection criteria. And if you look, I mean, each each of these is index-based. It's not actively managed, which, I mean, an actively managed fund might actually benefit these types of funds, but they're, they're index-based. So you need to look at how the index is constructed, and they're actually constructed in very different ways. The CARS ETF actually fills out its portfolio according to a Bloomberg committee. They'll actually select uh, which components qualify and which ones don't qualify. The Global X ETF Drive actually looks at artificial intelligence natural language processing algorithms in order to identify which companies they feel are more exposed to the the EV space. And they'll actually break it down into actual EV makers, EV component makers, and EV tech companies. And they'll actually uh, put companies in each of those three categories and giving them uh, different exposures. So you're kind of covering all your bases there iDrive actually identifies companies according to the amount of revenue that's being generated in the EV industry. So you're getting actual bottom line exposure there as opposed to, uh, you know, just market cap or anything else. So I'm not sure anyone is necessarily better than the other. I like the fact that iDrive chooses its components based on revenue because that's actual bottom line revenue coming into the company based on this sector. You're not... Uh, choosing by you know what AI tells you or or what a you know what a, a committee will pick as a uh, having exposure in this space. Uh, iDrive going by revenue actually gets companies that are involved in this space. So uh, my mystery category again selection criteria. iDrive is my winner. All right. Well, that brings us to the part of the program where our judges can give us their overall battle winners. So Dave, you're up. Give us your overall winner. Yeah, my overall winner is going to be Drive from Global X, but I think it's really just a narrow victory over iDrive. I just, I happen to prefer that, uh, that U.S. tech exposure here. I think when you think of EVs, you have to think of tech. And I think that's where a lot of the innovation is going to come from. So, uh, the U.S. market, obviously a lot of the, uh, a lot of the innovation, a lot of the growth is going to come from overseas, but, I think as far as sort of uh, tamping down the risk a little bit, maybe being a little less exposed to emerging markets might be a little beneficial here. Um, So, yeah, I think Drive is going to be my winner, but uh, I would be equally as happy going with iDrive with this one as well. Well, I got you down for Drive for all intents and purposes. Unless you change your mind by the end of the show. So Uh, we'll just have to see if you jump in at the very last minute you change your mind. You could do that. I will not. I'll stick with my choice. Okay. Excellent. Tony, your final chance to weigh in, give it to us. So I think the EV space is going to be intensely competitive at this point, and it's very difficult to predict what the individual winners and losers will be. Um, I personally look for broad diversification in both industry and geography when it comes to these EV ETFs. That means exposure to the fastest growing market in China and also legacy automotive manufacturers in Europe that have a number of leaders in the sector. And the ETF that does it best for me is iDrive, right? As Dave mentioned, it's index criteria selects based on revenue, which I think gives you much better pure play exposure. Uh, it has all the biggest Chinese automotive manufacturers in its top. It has Tesla at almost 5%. And you have other ones like Volkswagen and so forth, right? I don't know which one of these is going to win in advance. And 
perhaps this is like a difference of philosophy here, but Dave likes tech. I, I am very much a old fashioned boring. I love industrials. I, I love like materials. I love these boring, almost boomer companies that are trying to modernize. And I think that when it comes to the theme of EVs, Dave's looking at it from a tech perspective. I'm looking at it from a vehicle perspective. If you're an investor, it's more than okay to meet somewhere in the middle, pick both ETFs. So I'm still going to go with iDrive, but we're splitting hairs here, really. Well, great job by both of our judges. And according to my battle scorecard, today's winner is a split decision between Drive from Global X and iDrive from BlackRock. Of course, uh, Dave preferring Drive. He likes that heavy tech exposure, also the heavy U.S. exposure, which has been beneficial to performance. And uh, let's face it, more and more EVs, you know, technology, these automobiles are, are becoming software. Uh, software is a very heavy part of the equation with the, the next generation of transportation. So who knows? Maybe one of these big tech companies actually becomes an EV maker or acquires one. We'll just have to see how that Unfolds, uh, unfolds into the future. Um, for now, though, um, Tony weighing in and giving us his favorite ETF in this in this battle, iDrive. And he laid out his uh, arguments very excellently. Uh, he likes the more pure play names in iDrive. Also, that bottom line revenue coming from EVs directly, um, giving that more pure play exposure to that particular theme. So, um, again, each of our judges laid out their arguments in an excellent way. And I think at the very least, we've given you an excellent place to start for further research. And, of course, uh, you each have your own philosophies about the future of transportation. So hit, hit us up in the comment section below. How did you enjoy today's EV showdown? Uh, let us know. Tony and Dave, great job with today's ETF battle. We couldn't have done it without you. Thanks for hosting us, Ron. Thanks. Good to see you guys. Be sure to visit the description section below. We've got links to both of our program judges. Get in touch. And uh, while you're down there, be sure to check out the program link to our program sponsor, Direction. I'm Ron DeLegge. Thanks for watching ETF Battles. We'll see you next time. For traders who crave risk, Direction's daily leveraged and inverse ETFs provide opportunities to magnify short-term perspectives with daily 3x and 2x leverage or inverse leverage, utilize bull and bear funds for both sides of the trade, and trade through rapidly changing markets. These are highly leveraged ETFs with a daily resetting designed for short-term trading, not long-term investing. Whether you're a bull or a bear, you choose the direction. For up-to-date pricing and performance, go to Direction.com. Investing in the funds involves significant risk and should only be utilized by investors who understand the impact of leverage and actively monitor their portfolio. They are not designed to track the underlying index for more than a day. Before investing, carefully consider a fund's investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus available at Direction.com. Read carefully. Distributor Foresight Fund Services, LLC.